Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. This is, once again, Halloween. This is Halloween. Part two. Part two. I don't know why I'm so melancholy about this opening. I feel hypnotized by staring into your eyes. Thanks. All of a sudden, <laughs> like praying mantis eyes. All of a sudden, I believe in ghosts. I believe aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe in a thing called love. But uh, that was a great song. Sure. Anywho, I believe in a thing called love. That's the stuff right there. Hmm. Um. <laughs> anywho, we're back here. We are what a few days away from Halloween now. We're excited about it. Yeah, three days, and then it's the big day. Spooky. Christian's over there. Yep. You get it. Christian, he's, you already, he's digging his costume. Yeah. He is. Yeah, you look like uh, just a, a man out a of mission. the NHL. That's I'm a right. junior king. You can't really see the king's logo, but I'm a junior king. If if I was an NHL king, I wouldn't have this. That's right. Got a real backstory mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Oh. I'm a guy with a weird podcast hoodie and some weird sunglasses on. Oh. Or am I, am I, am I an alien? Am I an alien? I don't know. With that language, yes. Hmm. I believe in aliens now. I told you that already. In the I'm great just, reset. Uh, being Daphne Blake, you know, part of Scooby's gang. I'm still mad at you guys. You never caught a real monster. Yeah, get out of here. You only oh, caught humans. Because they are the real monsters. The worst monsters. Yeah. I didn't know that Daphne had a last name. Yes, Daphne Blake. I actually know all the Scooby gang's uh, real names. Oh, yeah. What's Scooby's last name? Do. Do. <laughs> The hell's and wrong? do you know Shaggy's real name? Shag Shagbert. Four twenty. Norville Rogers. Mm. He's Mister Rogers. We knew Norville it. Norville Rogers and um, Fred it... Jones. Who? Fred Jones. Ah. Uh. And Velma Dinkley. Well, I, I guess Dinkley sounds. Familiar. And there you go. And that's the, it's the great knowledge that's of my brain, yeah. the Scooby Gang. But yeah, I was a huge hardcore Scooby Doo fan. My whole room. Growing yeah. up was Scooby Doo down to like the bedding. Were you a Scrappy Doo fan? No, hated him. I hated him. I thought he was Why'd super you guys annoying. Hate Scrappy, so much? he's so I mean, annoying. He was, weird, yeah, he was he just was annoying. annoying. Yeah, well, he and could be honestly, and the ones that like Scrappy was in were usually not like that great of mysteries. Oh yeah, I, I like the original. The I like the original seventies yeah. version. Scooby Doo, where are you, mysteries? That's what it's titled as. Those are the best. You know what Scrappy reminds me of? When a really good sitcom from back in the day was good. And then it started losing ratings, so they brought in a little kid, like different strokes and Yeah, they were just grasping like at that. straws. They yeah. always brought in a little kid. Nobody even put my kids when they were younger. Like that's what I started them on. Like I don't let them watch the new age. I'm like, no, don't don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gee, Scooby, that's it. So well, there you have it. That's concludes our episode. That was yeah. Halloween. Talking about Scooby Doo and Scrappy and apparently no love for Scrappy. Tell me, loyal listeners of the pod. Do you like Scrappy Doo? I think we should create a poll. We should for social media. Oh, Scrappy Doo, um, yay or nay? Is yeah. he in or is he out? Come He's on. out. Get out of here. Yeah, Scrappy is like the prequels of Star Wars. He's like the Toby of Scooby Doo. You yeah. just I don't like him. He is the Toby. He is. Get out of here. Who's Toby from The Office? Oh, yeah. Nobody likes Toby. Why you always got to be so mean to me? Toby anyway. was from Land of the Lost. Toby and Kari. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great, great movie. Great movie. Anyway, we're not here to talk, movie. To talk about Land of the Lost. Yeah. I'm talking about the original series. Uh-huh. As we were talking pre-podcast, Sid and Marty Croft, Croft days. I'm talking about the only one that actually matters, Will Ferrell. So anyway, 
Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky Halloween Part 2. This is Halloween. Hope you guys are having a spooky week leading up to Halloween. We're here to tell just a few more stories for you. Just a few more creepy, under your skin, crawly kind of stories that, that get you spooked out just before the big day. We got our candy bowls. We got our costumes. We've got our general devil may care attitudes. Let's hop on in. Let's get into the fight. There you go. There you go. A reference. We got a reference. Who wants to lead us off here? Heather, do you got a story? Do you want to go I've into something? I've got a story for you. What, what Was you I supposed to us? keep this on? Uh, if you want to hear us at some point, you can take the helmet off. This is trick but no treat. When I was younger, my group of friends and I used to go trick-or-treating together every Halloween. We have known each other since before kindergarten, so we've been doing this for quite some time. Our parents had always gone with us until we were 11, when we finally were able to convince them to let us go out by ourselves, with the promise that we would only go to the houses in our neighborhood. We readily agreed, just excited to be getting to go out on our own. That year, we were all going as our favorite superheroes. Me, I chose Superman. I was all dressed up and my friends were there, and we were ready to go out and have fun. My mom gave us all the stereotypical talk about not talking to strangers which got a collective eye roll from the entire group. But there wasn't any way she was going to let any of us out of the house without it. Safety speech over, we walked out the door, ready to score a bunch of candy. It had been about an hour and we weren't ready to call it a night. We still had a lot of houses that we could go to and we could increase our stash. So we walked over to the next block. We had just started walking away from the first house when all we saw was a little kid in a ghost outfit just a long sheet with some eye holes cut out of it. Stand there with a pumpkin bucket at the end of the path. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah, it's the little boy ghost spirit. Coming through, yeah. <laughs> no, it's kind of trippy. Spooky. Continue, please. They looked by their size to be about six or seven years old, so definitely too young to be out on their own. But there wasn't anyone around that seemed to be with them. I was a little concerned that they were lost, so I went up to talk to them. Hey, where are your parents? Are you all alone? All I could see was a set of bright blue eyes staring back at me, almost terrified to see me. I figured the kid was shy and that he was told not to talk to strangers. I tried to ask for his name and, tr and introduce myself and my friends, but all I got was silence. This kid was either terrified of us or completely mute. Being dressed as Superman and all, I wasn't going to just leave the kid there by himself. So I took his hand and tried to lead him with me. When I grabbed the hand through the sheet, it felt really cold, which seemed odd at the time since it was pretty warm this time of year. We walked down the block. I did everything I could to get the little ghosts to talk, but they remained silent. Every time we would go up to the door to a house, the kid would refuse to move an inch down the walkway to get candy. Their bucket didn't have a single piece of candy in it, which seemed sad. I mean, why go trigger treating if you're not going to get any candy? But the more I thought about it, the more it seemed to make sense. The kid was out here all by himself and wouldn't talk to another kid, not to mention trying to get up to them to go to a door and talk to a complete stranger. As the night was coming to a close, I was unsure what to do about our silent new friend. We hadn't seen anyone out looking for the lost kid, and it wasn't like he didn't stand out given to the low-tech costume they had on. Once we had gone to the last house we planned a hitting, I made a decision. I would take him back to my house and tell my mom what was going on. It wasn't like she could be too mad at me since I wasn't like I was bringing some stray dog home. I mean, this was a lost kid. I had to do it. 
Not wanting the kid to go home empty-handed, I convinced my friends to each give him a piece of candy, so the kid could have some treats for later. Not everyone was happy about it, since they had all done the work to get their candy, and now they were giving it up. But in the end, they all relented and picked out a number of choice pieces out of their pillowcases. It is a tr tradition that we leave the kid's house that we start out at until last, thinking that we will be able to split up all the remaining candy that is left unclaimed at the end of the night. So we walk up to the door to of my home, ready to give my mom our best trick-or-treat that we can. I want the ghost to at least have a chance to go to one house, so I grab the little kid's hand and we walk up the steps to my front door. I ask the ghost if they want to press the doorbell, but all I get is a slight shake of the head, telling me no. Not wanting to wait any longer, one of my friends steps up and presses the button. My mom comes to the door with a big bowl of candy, ready to start dishing it out to my friends and me. But then she gets this weird look on her face when she sees me. I don't really know why she's looking at me so weird. What are you doing dragging the sh that sheet around with you? She cocks her head to the side. I didn't know what she was talking about. I mean, it wasn't the greatest costume, but the kid was obviously young. I had some pretty silly costumes growing up myself. I told her we found this kid standing by himself on the sidewalk. We didn't want to leave them there. So you took their ghost costume and ran off with it. Why would you do that? She looked up and like she was about to get angry. I turned to look at the kid, but all I had in my hand was a sheet. The pumpkin bucket was sitting neatly on the ground like it had been placed there so it wouldn't tip over, and the sheet lay in a pile on the ground with me holding one corner of it. I started to stutter and stammer, not sure what to say. I mean, I was just holding the hand of this kid just a few seconds ago. There was no way we could have gotten away with, without us noticing, but here I stood with a sheet and a pumpkin bucket. The kid had disappeared. Now I don't know for sure if it was a ghost that went trick-or-treating with us, between the cold hand and not speaking, I am led to believe that we had experienced an apparition of a kid. I know I was glad my friends had been there to back me up on the story, even though my mom didn't seem to believe a word of it. That was definitely the craziest Halloween any of us had ever had, and one I won't forget. That would definitely be trippy. Yeah. It would be. Especially to experience something like that with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Like a group of you together were like, oh, yeah, we all remember the boy wearing the yeah. sheet. We all remember that kid that we were trying to get to go up to houses. Yeah. and That my mom didn't see. Yeah. Right. Which I'll always goes back to like with kids, like um, not being clouded by everything, having kind of more of an open, pure mind. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. My invisible friend kind of reminds me of that story where I saw him, but my mom came into the room and like, what the hell are you doing? True. Playing yeah. with yeah. my friend. What yeah. friend? What do you think Nobody that is? is. Do you I think go, that's just the imagination of a child, or do you think it's... Maybe, you know, and we've talked about it before. We've talked about how you can see via dimension I can't see, and maybe mm -hmm. that's all it is, is the kids can see magic. The glasses help. Yeah, that too. Or it, this could be a PSA, public service announcement, for why kids that are trick-or-treating shouldn't eat candy before their mom checks on it, because they were dosed with some kind of hallucinogen where they hallucinated that the sheet was an actual kid slash ghost. True, true. And I'm sure all of our female listeners appreciate you mansplaining what PSA means. Yeah. Was that mansplaining or just? It sure was. Maybe I was, is, is Scott-splaining. Do you ever think of that? No. You, maybe you should. Maybe I might. Or in this case, because you're not Scott, you're some weird alien. Maybe I was alien-splaining to, to the alien sitting across To make sure the outsider me. understood. Right, so, exactly. Gotcha. It's all coming together for me, Christian. I appreciate you mansplaining that to the alien. Which alien splaining. Alien splaining, my mistake. Reptilian splaining. Oh, or Not, we could make it truly offensive and lizard splaining. Ooh, Easter that'll eggs. get him. That yeah. showed him. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Heather, what do you think of that story? That was pretty interesting, yeah? That was definitely interesting. It's not like I mean, what gets me is creepy, like... But it's spooky. I mean... The blue you eyes. You hear about people seeing things, but feeling that cool touch, too, was kind of another added, like, creep factor to that story. Yeah. But yeah, definitely spooky. The Maybe that kid hand. passed away on Halloween as a ghost back. years ago, mm-hmm. and, none of, and all these kids were too young to remember that old story of the kid that got hit by a car on Halloween in 1972. Yeah, because it, it mm-hmm. almost reads kind of like one of those uh, urban legends, right? Right. It almost mm-hmm. feels like the like the lady in, in white or any of those- uh, Little ghost boy, yeah. a ghost costume. And we should, we brought her back to her house and she had been dead for 20 years. Like mm-hmm. that type, that's kind of yeah. the vibe I get from that story. But it was, it's like one of the few stories you can find that is kind of unsettling, but not scary. Yeah. Not like over the top, freaky out, jump out of your socks, scary. Doesn't it also feel like if you go back in time to when you were a child, you so totally can understand that perspective? Like you, it almost feels familiar. Like maybe you had a moment like that when you were a child that the adults didn't get, but all the kids got all your friends or the, you know, your peer group at the time saw something similar, but parents looked at you all like you were idiots. Could be. Yeah. I do wonder about that because I have moments where I will look back on something like something that should have been a pretty big instance in your youth that you just kind of gloss over and forget about for a while. And then every once in a while, I'll just pop back up in your head. You're like, oh, I remember that day. That was weird. You know, it's funny and it's kind of, and I want to just throw this out there as like part of our scary stories. I Hmm. talked to my sister a couple days ago and said, hey, do you remember any scary stories? And she was telling me about my dad's house in Lake LA in California after my stepmother had passed away and how basically two of her daughters had seen my stepmom in my dad and her room after she'd passed away. Really? And then when she told me this, I was like, that room was really creepy. And I don't know if it was connected, but all of us, except for maybe my father, were creeped out by that room. Yeah. And two of the two of my sister's daughters had seen my stepmother in that room after she'd passed. That's pretty oh, nuts. Christian always, why is it with a creepy feel? Yeah. And you just said you were creeped out. Yeah, what's so creepy about this room, Christian? Yeah. I don't know. I never saw a ghost in there, but my two nieces did. Do you think it was perhaps your brain playing tricks on gotcha. you? Gotcha. Yeah. It's hard to p- dramatically pull off these glasses. They're a little. It theatrical. was so dramatic. I was stunned into silence. I know. Didn't really land the way I was hoping it would. If I'm being completely honest with you, but do you think it was? No. <laughs> Try it again. Your brain. On drugs? No, just your brain making up stuff that made you think it was creepy, a creepy room or whatever. It was a creepy room. I don't know why. Do you think like maybe the lighting has something to do with that type of stuff? Because some rooms, you know, it's just a little darker, you know, like the the sun doesn't hit it at a... hmm. Definitely. After the very, like the beginning of the morning, because the sun shined into that room first thing in the morning. But after that, it was really dark and shadowy like moody kind of or on the opposite at nighttime though having tons of windows isn't that kind of a creep factor that does yeah like a lot of those houses and some scary movies when they have the long hallways that are all window like thinking of being watched in your house yeah that's not a a fun feeling so i'm definitely if i'm home alone i like right when it gets dark all the lines in the house gotta be shut the thought of someone yeah. easily seeing in freaks me out yeah i do that with the neighbors across the street 
Well, here's an, another thing my sister told me, and it also has to do with somebody that had passed away. Mm. Her uh, husband had passed away recently. My niece's father or father figure yeah. in this case, both actually. Um, and my sister was telling me when she's had to deal with it lately and it gets really overwhelming and she gets frustrated, her lights start to flicker in her house. Really? And she feels like it's Jason kind of communicating with her to calm her down a little bit. And it's not something just she's seeing. Everybody in the house, including the baby, sees these lights flickering or something, according to what she's told me. Yeah, there are some weird stories with stuff that it, it's almost like way too much of a coincidence, like timing wise for it to just not be something out of the blue paranormal, you know? Right. Um, I have a little weird thing. Just like it. when these stories come up, when you think about it, but yeah, I have a, my grandma's like old silverware, like nothing super fancy. Just that's what our forks and, you know, regular everyday mm -hmm. silverware are. But there was always this one fork she had that had a cursive H on it. And so then it became known as it's my fork. The so haunted. when we go over to her, she's like, oh. it's your other fork. So every time like we go to my grandma's house, that was a special thing. She'd always like put it on my spot. So whenever I have like a hard day and get frustrated and the kids drive me crazy, pulling out my hair. I swear many times it's happened where I'm like eating at that moment and I look down and I have that H fork and my grandma's thing with me because I'm just a kid that was always really hyper and get crazy and worked up and like when she would want me to calm down she'd always go count to 10 Heather and I swear every time when I have that fork and look down I'll be like all right grandma I'm counting to 10 take a deep breath like that's those it's just weird. I mean, I know yeah. it's probably something completely unrelated half the time. I'm just like it doesn't have, have to a be. grandma I mean, fork, but we it's don't funny fully... how it happens when in those moments where I just feel like I'm like, all right, grandma, I know you're there. Yeah. Like we don't fully understand the way the other side works mm -hmm. or how easy it is for maybe like our deceased loved ones and stuff like that to put to really do something like that, to pull off that kind of energy mm -hmm. or to, to let you know they're there. But I like to think that could happen. Yeah. Even a skeptic like me likes to think that there's some communication from the other side when yeah. you need it. Yeah. Whatever that other side is, there's got to be a way to communicate. Even if there's, as we talked about, I think in the last episode of Time is a Flat Circle, you yeah. would think that even if, with that, those that have influenced our life could touch us from that other yeah. time period. Yeah, exactly. And like even pulling that reference in again, not to double sad in the halloween episodes but my mother said that like after my brother passed she there was a couple times she'd wake up and she swear that she saw him right mm -hmm. like in the hallway or something like that and that like i never had any of those instances ironically i never had any of those instances but like the rest of my family seemed like they did so it, it was almost like a coming back just to be like hey everything's cool like we're fine you know I think i'm all right yeah well and we've talked about it in other episodes and even refer back to the to the tsunami episode that grief has a way of manifesting itself and even if that is just your grief manifesting itself in a way that you can process it all yeah. and deal with it that's still pretty amazing even if you break, really break it down to a boring thing like your brain it's still impressive what the universe does to get you through life wherever that that communication comes from it's amazing and something we should try to look at as a true message that we needed. No, it's weird how it works. Christian, do you got a, a story that you'd like to share with us? I do, but I haven't seen it come through. Well, I guess you're out. No, 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 it's fine. It's cool. Pizza delivery. Yeah, I could do that one real quick. Can you try to send that story to Christian so he uh, is in the loop? 
I'll just copy and paste this one again. Yas queen. Did you send that to just me or the entire group? It was in that first, the, it's in the shared notes. It's in the group and it says um, Halloween three story or something like that. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Can I, while you're looking, can I tell another story really quick? Sure. This one's really short. Another one that um, a fan of the podcast, Juliana, mentioned. And sent me a picture right after it happened to her when she was at work the other day. She's uh, working in her wing and doing something with one of the rooms. She's a housekeeper. Hmm. A pillowcase was thrown in the room that had no way of getting in this room because she was outside of it. Nobody was in it. She was just in the room and there was no pillowcase that had been thrown from her car or from wherever. She doesn't even know where the pillowcase came from. But she sent me a picture like right after it happened, said, I just came out of this room. That pillowcase wasn't there. I go to walk back in the room. The pillowcase is there. And it's right near the haunted area that we talk about Ooh. in our camp. Oh, and you said you that was Juliana? It? Yeah, mm-hmm. it just happened within the last week. Nice. Juliana, keep that freaky stuff coming. Yes. Go in that room with towels and pillowcases and stuff. Let's get more. Yeah. Make some animals and see if they play with the animals. Yeah, see if they string them up or something. Yeah, because housekeepers, as you guys probably know, can make animals out of towels sometimes. Oh, I've oh. been on a carnival cruise, my there friend. Yeah. And yes, very cool. Yeah, I was definitely also thinking about animals out of towels and not just mm-hmm. bringing in regular house pets. Yes. So we were all on the same page. Yeah. Gotcha. Just a few smart people thinking it out. Anyway, yeah, that was uh, that's interesting. That was, uh, yeah, that would be creepy because it's not like, like, what is, what's the purpose of that? What's the purpose of just, yep, there you go. And this is an area of the camp where weird things happen, weird sounds happen. Yeah. That is like, an, it's almost, it feels just like it's an attention thing. Like, hey, right. just want you to know I'm here. I'm here. You know? Yeah. And, and Juliana's not the type that would embellish a story. When I told her what we were doing, mm. she's like, you need to tell that story I was telling you about yeah. yesterday that happened to me yesterday. And tell what you did. Yes. Well, thanks, Juliana. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Juliana. She has been very, supportive since the jump of this yes thing. she has mm-hmm. yeah we've got to be one of our top five up there yeah. with, with gregory and mm-hmm. and all of australia apparently i dig it abby as well who we should be sharing a story from soon we should actually i wanted to give a shout out we should do it on the halloween episode why not um yeah okay so i want to give a shout out to uh a listener as well that we don't get too many comments or likes or anything on the podbean app which is where we distribute our podcast from but there is a shout out to a couple people that have commented and have been liking the episode. And especially this, uh, my, my dude, Big Evil Pops with a Z. You've been uh, apparently enjoying the episodes, man. We've been, I get that notification every week. It, it brightens my day. And I know that we're doing something good if you like the episode, man. So I appreciate you checking it out. I hope you are enjoying the Freaky Deaky. Please be sure to tell your friends and family if yeah. they're also purveyors of the strange. So yeah, thanks for taking so the time. Shout out. Big Evil Pops. Scott, don't you have a little good pizza rendition? What happens if you ever have a... Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> it's not like sometimes you think a sentence is going to flow really well. It just doesn't. A rendition. Like, You're going to break yeah. out in a song and dance. What kind of pizza, pizza was it, though? Uh, don't go there. No, they didn't say. Don't go there. Yeah, trust me. Oh. What, a song? No, just move on past that. Oh. Consider it done. Um, I'm confused. Yeah. Um, okay. Scott, don't you have a story about uh, pizza delivery gone kind of spooky? I do. I do. I'm going to share that with you guys. Yeah, this one gave me full body chills. 
It's yeah. a yeah, it's kind spine of spine tingler. It's a weird one. It is. It is a weird one, and it's. I mean, because it's just it's almost like you can picture it. He does a very good job. Yeah, he's tired. Last call tonight. Want to make yeah. a few extra bucks and oh yeah. So let's dive on in. Splash sound. No. <laughs> gotcha. Classic. All right. This is called Pizza Delivery Hell. Did you title it that? No. That's oh, what it was. It is just called Pizza Delivery mm-hmm. Hell. Terrifying. The summer after I graduated high school, I got a job delivering pizza to help save money for college. I had a lot of run-ins with some pretty weird characters, but nothing like what happened this one night. It was a Friday night. We delivered pizzas until 3 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. It was 2.45 a.m. and we were preparing to close when our manager said we got a call for a delivery at a place almost 20 minutes away. Being the desperate for money teenager I was, I offered to do the delivery. This was before most smartphones had GPS, so I used a Garmin. I remember those days. You're old. Tampa, Florida. Oh yeah. I plugged in the address and off I went. The Garmin took me deep into the backwoods of rural Texas. Scary. Very scary. I finally arrived to my destination. The house looked like something in a horror movie. Big, wooden, two-story house with no lights on. The first thing I noticed about the house was that the front door was wide open. I sat in my car for a few minutes debating on turning back and claiming no one was home. Something just didn't feel right. I needed the tip money so I sucked it up and approached the house. When I got to the open front door, I didn't enter. Instead, I knocked. No one answered. I knocked again as loud as I could. No response. I finally got the courage to say something. Pizza delivery. Anyone home? There was a few seconds of silence until I heard a voice. Upstairs! She's old and Jewish in my rendition of this. (laughs) Howard's just, mom from Big Bang Theory is. Right. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. I walked in the house and could barely make out my surroundings because it was so dark. I make it to the bottom of the stairs and look up into the dark abyss. Again, I said, pizza delivery. The voice spoke again. Come upstairs. I can't get out of bed. Ooh, something was very off about this voice. It didn't sound normal. The best I can describe it is if a dog somehow learned to talk but still had trouble pronouncing human words. The hair stood up on my neck. There was no fucking way I was going up there. The tip wasn't worth it. I placed the pizza at the bottom of the stairs and shouted, I'm leaving it here at the bottom of the stairs. Have a good night. As I turned away, the voice said, No, come upstairs. I can't get out of bed. I replied, I'm sorry, I'm not even allowed to enter someone's home on the job. You'll have to come get it. I heard some loud banging from upstairs with the voice shouting at full volume. Come upstairs, I can't come out of bed. The rendition is just chilling. Is it? Do you enjoy it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The voice shouted this over and over again like it was a recording on a loop. The banging got louder and louder as the voice got louder. I noped the fuck out of there at full speed. To this day, I have no idea what the fuck happened in that house. Hell fucking no. He's brave for even stepping in through the threshold of the house. I would have been like on the doormat, like nah, mm -mm, big nope. Or you know, honestly, I would have just took off with him, but like I'm taking this pizza out of my paycheck. I mean, hopefully they ordered a good one. I think he's a jerk. Wow. 
No, because at first I was like, okay, maybe yeah, it's someone that needed help. But how does the front door get open? It's always open. And you can't open. get out of the bed. And number two, I don't want to take the chance that it's some psycho that's going to kill me once I get up there. I'm yeah. sorry. Crime junkie rule number one. If you feel uncomfortable in a situation, get out of it. Trust your gut. Sorry. Yeah. Nope. I feel like that's if they actually. Can call, if they can call in a pizza, then they can call in help. Yeah. That's all I'm that. saying. You don't call a Domino's guy because his fault. You call 911 or the fire station. What if they were sick or they didn't have legs? That's not. They a, and had also, a phone to dial a yeah. delivery. You dial nine one one. Yeah, it's really. I'm that sorry, easy. that does not add up. If I'm a Why pizza you, delivery guy, that guy did the right thing. Yeah. Why would you dial nine one one if you were bedridden? My sister's in a wheelchair. You do. You call. Well, you call the non-emergent line, there and then go. you let them know. She's many a times transferred, fallen. The fire department will come help you get up. So first off. You listen to too many crime podcasts. Second uh, off, you nur, listen to too many scary podcasts. It's the people. Because no. this person, this lady, Howard's mom, could not get out of bed and just wanted to eat a pizza, and he wouldn't give it to her. Howard? Oh, yeah. Again, I listen to too many crime podcasts that tell too many stories of people doing the same thing and getting caught. So, sorry. Mm -mm. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. If I'm uncomfortable in this situation, I'm not going through with it. Yeah. Okay, what if that voice sounded more sultry? Do you think he would have gone upstairs? What like, if it was like Fabio? Hey girl, like Ryan Gosling, come Hate up here, I'm man. stuck in the bed. No, then it's a freaking creeper. Well, why don't you bring that pizza on upstairs to me? Yeah. yeah. Whoever well, said, you know what, our first romantic thing was I was delivering a pizza and a sultry voice yeah. called me in like a siren. Yeah. I've, had, I've been friends with pizza delivery people and they, if it was a sultry voice, they're right up there. They're, they're not. No. Okay, pizza mm -hmm. delivery people no, that not. listen to us or people that have friends that pizza delivery. Are you watching some delivery. Chicken? Wow, wow, I know. movies? You're, it sounds like a plot line. pornography and reality. Yeah, like <laughs> no, I, I want to ask our fans to offer advice based on what they've experienced. The whole experienced. skit about the pizza delivery has yeah. been done quite a few times, you know. Yeah. Insert weird funk music. Just nothing but slap bass. And, yeah. You guys seem to know these, this music really well. I should be concerned. Um, for the hits, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm an aficionado of just the music. All right. Yeah. Do you get that on your planet, I Mr. Do. Alien? I sure do. We got funk. Where do you think it came from? Yeah. That's funk. But anyway, no. Um, yeah. Don't go into a creepy house. You know what was waiting on the inside or up those stairs? A fucking meth head, man. Guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. Someone was waiting up there, probably two or three people okay, to that rob makes this more person, sense. to rob this person blind, go buy drugs and then order yet another pizza and do it to someone yeah. else. <laughs> like that's, that's what my, mm -hmm. if, and that could, that would be the same. And that's if the thing. It comes down voice, to, anything. it's a phone. They, they had nope. a phone. So it's not like they were like, couldn't get something. They obviously had a phone to call on a pizza. And why is the front door just wide open? Have trying to lure you into something. Delivery. I've done DiGiorno. That's different. Have you guys oh. ever been a delivery person? No. Have you ever gone into random people's houses because that was part of your job? Um, no. Question, not because it was part of my job. I did get so drunk once that I wandered into my 
buddy's neighbor's house and they made me crepes. That's not the same wow, thing. Wow, that's awesome. I used to were do- Were they good? Like authentic? Fresh yeah, they were crepes? Russian and they were, I think actually they were thinking maybe something was gonna go down between the three of us and I had to get out of there after the crepes, but- Oh, yeah. they were okay. luring you. Yeah, it was, it's getting pretty weird. I used to be a so vacuum this is cleaner new, This salesman. is the new uh, layout. We're just talking about pizza <laughs> delivery. Now it's getting crepes. All right, I get, yeah, I get we're you. We're really living up to the yeah. freaky deaky. We are. Right now. now I know where your music, you got the music taste from, but- oh, yeah. wow, wow. I used to be a vacuum cleaner salesman where we'd go to people's houses Wait, and have to go inside. One second. Is Again, this the one 1950s? More time. One more time for the this podcast. This was the 1990s, late 1990s. No, this so was early 1990s. They had vacuum cleaner Did salesmen? you work for yeah. um, Kirby? No, but oh. I worked for their competition. Hoover? TriStar. Oh. Weak. Hoover so was weak. two vacuum names. <laughs> <laughs> TriStar bullshit out of here, man. Yeah. Damn. No, Kirby, Tri Kirby was the man. TriStar was popular back in the old days. Like grandparents would know TriStar because it's, Either they had a Kirby or a TriStar or a Rainbow. Yeah. My grandma has the same vacuum. $1,600 for this vacuum back in the early 90s. $1,600 in the early 90s yeah. for a vacuum. When, was and I like thought a $400 Dyson was expensive. It was pretty impressive. But I'd go into random houses like that. And if weird things like voices happened, you just dealt with it. Wait, are you saying that there's voices happening when you're in? Like I went that? into a couple really old and haunted looking okay. houses, like okay. hundred year old houses. Nothing happened, but they had that vibe. They had the Halloween vibe all year. Yeah, round. but was a random voice trying to lure you where you couldn't see anything? This is Halloween. No, exactly. D so you can't you, judge so you the pizza delivery actual, guy for getting the heck out of there. You never had any actual like weird paranormal experiences. No, I had weird these vacuums. Normal experiences. Did you ever go in like a cat lady's house with tons of cat hair yeah. everywhere? Yep. Oh, nice. Or you were like, you need this vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> It'll change lady. your life. Lady of anyone. Deferminate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. Wow. Well, we're just learning all the good stuff about Christian. Yeah. Slinging vacuums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't very good at it. No? I didn't feel, I could not. Is it a job you can be very good at? Can you see, oh, like, can you really like hot? The guys I worked the with. The forceful oh, power of the suction yeah. of this vacuum. Uh, many of the guys I was working with were brand, driving brand new Corvettes with the money they made off selling these vacuums. Wow, dude. Dang. Wow. Time to be alive. I know, I'm missing out. Driving a used Ford Escape. <laughs> How's that? I got a podcast. And classes too. <laughs> not selling vacuums. I got cool stuff going for me. I'm driving a used Ford Escape. What the hell? Yeah, living in Wasilla. Yeah. Are you guys ready for my Crazy story? Time. Yeah, we're ready, Christian. Yeah. Bring it bring it on home for Hit us. us. Hit us with your best shot. The bridge. Does that say troll? Yeah. Did you pick this on purpose? No. Yeah, Heather, did you do that? I I'm afraid of trolls. <laughs> are you? No. Especially ones under bridges. Because those are the real ones. I know I've told that story on here before. Uh -uh. Did you? You told a bridge troll story? You're scared about of trolls? That, about that time I was hanging out with my cousin and his two thrash metal friends. And we were driving around town, inebriated in a certain sort of way. And we went to this place where this, we had to walk over a bridge and all of it. And it was like a bridge as big as this carpet in the middle of our podcast. So maybe three feet over a wow. tiny little stream. And I was convinced that the troll from, from the Billy Goat's Gruff story was under there. Oh, you have told this story before. Know. You've told your fear of... Because we didn't we ask you something about what are you afraid of? Yeah. Or something Trolls. along those lines. You talk about Billy Goat's Gruff. Yeah. Was that last Halloween? It might have been. It might have been the Halloween oh. episode. Yeah, I do remember that. So, Scott, can you please get a costume for next year to scare the crap out of Grisha? Just I'll be a goat. Yeah. 
a bridge goat. Yeah, it's no, it's the the goats were okay. It was the troll. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be a bridge troll, and Heather, you can be the goat. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, the bridge troll. Yeah. Source: Stay Out of the Woods, Volume Three, by Tom Lyons. Hi there. My name is Ursula, and I am a sea witch. <laughs> <laughs> can you say that more sultry, please? Yo, what's up, yeah, freaky Ursula? Fans? Hi there. My name is Ursula. There yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. That felt right. Smooth as butter. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Switzerland, but moved the United to. I'm but I was born. You moved the United States. Yeah. I moved it with, his with powers. my mind. What a feat. I'm the god of mischief. I can do anything I want. You're the god of procrastination. As I said <laughs> earlier, when you weren't, I am. That too. That's my minor. Yeah. As I said earlier, I'm Loki of Asgard, and I come with, I don't remember the Bring rest of them. Great peace. Of he comes with peace. Yeah. <sighs> I am Loki of <laughs> Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. You're I just burdened. wanted to say that I, you gotta. If you wear the horns, you gotta do it. You are burdened with glorious porpoise. Porpoise, this. <laughs> yes, okay, you I was guys, try to make you guys are great with the sound effects today. I know. Well, just wait till you hear the episode. Oh, this is Halloween. So, oh, yeah. This is Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be like people are gonna get so tired of that sound effect. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Danny Elfman's gonna be like, these are royalties. But, yeah, you know what's funny is everybody knows him from like Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. I know him from his band back in the eighties, Boingo Boingo, and they would Boingo. do a Halloween concert every year. They were famous for it in the L.A. area. Yeah, wasn't he also a composer for like Batman movies and stuff? Like yes, that? Yeah. yes, this was pre-composer days, mm-hmm. but he was pretty famous in L- the L.A. radio area, K Rock, Boingo Boingo. Yeah, and their their Halloween concerts were. Legendary in that area. Legendary. Right, Barney nice, nice term choice for the hockey jersey you're rocking right now. It's, you're suited up. You're talking about legendary. Yep. yep. It's Legend? it's tux. All right. Let's it's let's try this again. I was born it. in Switzerland, but moved to the United States with my parents when I was eight. What was your name? Ursula. But okay. I already said that sultry like. Okay. We lived in Asheville, North Carolina, for about the first four years, and since we arrived in summer, the summertime. My father immediately sent me to camp, getting rid of their kids already. He thought it would help acclimate me to the States and encourage me to make new friends. It was just a day camp that I would probably get around. It was just a day camp that I would probably get to around 9 a.m. in the morning and get picked up by 3 3 p.m. So it was daycare, right? At a camp. My words, not his, hers, hers, Ursula. In the afternoon. Oh, I already said that. Sorry, Scott. Can you stop looking at me all judgy with those alien eyes? No. Okay. These are my eyes now. I guess so. They have become one with me and I with them. I see. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember my father commenting about how he liked the outfit. He he liked, I remember. You remember daddy commenting he liked the outfit. That's totally weird. Yeah, way to bring it home, daddy. But I remember my father commenting about how he liked that the outfit fre- frequently took the kids on local field trip. The town field trips, I should say. The town of Asheville is beside the famous Smoky Mountain Range. So it was indeed a perfect place to spend a summer. But you risk running into some not so great critters when you regularly enjoy the great outdoors. 
It was further into the summer that we embarked on a field trip involving a day hike through the impressive patch through an impressive patch of woods. I remember very vividly feeling so impressed by how tall the trees were. I have no recollection. I <clears throat> of course you don't. It doesn't exist. Yeah. I have no recollection. I have no <laughs> recollection. Well, as I'm trying to say it, I'm like, I'm totally lost on this page. I have no recollection. Okay, here we go. I have no recollection of where we were, but I remember walking by one of two campgrounds, which made me eager to ask my father to purchase the tent. After lunch, some new friends and I explored the area and found a gully with a couple of wooden bridges. See, you can tell. You know where it's going. Yeah, I'm cool. What could be under those bridges? Christian's heartbeat is getting <laughs> a little racy yeah. right now. I don't know what's oh, under those bridges because I'm not crossing it or looking under it because there's trolls. I'm going to put like a base layer of like anxiety rising music. Yeah. Just slowly building under you talking as you get closer to this bridge. Can you feel it, Christian? I feel it. But I'm Loki. It, this and is Halloween. with great anxiety. Loki scared Yes. <laughs> Loki's a frost giant. He's not afraid of anything. I've seen Loki. He didn't look like a frost giant. In a future Marvel iterance, he will look just like a frost giant. Frost giant. I'll alert the press. The three other kids and I ran back and forth on one of those bridges when one of the children suddenly, suddenly screamed. A hand had reached up from underneath, from beneath the bridge and tripped the little boy, causing him to flop forward. But the strangest part about this incident was the look of that arm. It wasn't human. It was so much uglier than anything else I'd ever seen. It had gangly fingers with long yellowish nails connected to very dark arms that maybe even had a tint of green. At least that's how it appears in my memory. The little boy shook his leg desperately trying to free it from the critter's grasp. I would probably use monster's grasp in this situation. Oh, buddy's grasp. Yeah. yeah. Critter. A little cute little critter. And this boy was screaming the whole time. The scene caused a few of the other children to freeze up out of fear. I was the only hero, I mean, the only one who had the self-control to run for help. I crossed paths with a couple of the counselors who were already running toward the commotion. They ran by me so quickly that I didn't get a chance to tell them any details about what had happened. The screams had become tears by the time I made it back over there and one of the counselors was carrying the boy over his shoulder like a potato sack. That part's not in the story. Great commentary, Chris. Yes, I love to commentary. I just made that a thing. I love to commentary. We'll get some shirts made up for you, buddy. Don't you worry. Awesome. The little boy's lower leg and white sock were soaked with blood, but fortunately his attacker was no longer present. It soon became apparent that the counselors hadn't seen the creepy looking hand that caused the boy to fall. They were probably more focused on getting the kid's wound sanitized and assumed that he tripped on his own. I remember the kids insisting to the counselors about what they saw, but their words just weren't getting through. And that's all there was to the encounter. I have no idea what the thing was, but what if it's responsible for inspiring the folklore of bridge trolls? which I believe. I was so terrified at the time, but now I'd give almost anything to get a good look at whatever was underneath the bridge. I think the whole idea 
of taking residents under a bridge is hugely far-fetched. No, it's not. And it was likely a mere coincidence that the critter was under there in the first place. But still, what the heck was that thing? What would have happened if that boy had run across the bridge by himself that day? Nobody would have saved his ass, obviously. True. I hope that whatever was under the bridge... Every time I say that, I'm like, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Under the bridge. Yeah. That's different. That's not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Could be. That's under the sea. Your Ursula. Mine kind of ties in a little more. You're right. Yeah. Easter egg. I hope that whatever was under the bridge was just irritated by the racket and wanted to scare us away. It's awful to imagine that it might have been willing to take a life and maybe even perceive the boy as prey. Spooky. Yeah. So question for you guys. Obviously, we don't fully believe that it was just a like a legitimate bridge troll. Um, right. Well, you kind of, I guess, apparently it's do. like the scariest thing in the world. Of course, it was a bridge. Troll. Why? So why, why do you believe <laughs> on those? But not a lot of other things. Acid. Oh, cool. That's that <laughs> was my that was my whole experience with the bridge troll. And obviously this kid at this camp. Yeah. They so you're were thinking all you just had acid. like your um, yeah. your mind's eye was open to more that you could see. You're just feeling it. This three foot bridge seemed like a huge bridge to me. And when I looked up into the sky, there was a dome over the earth with the earth, with the moon in the middle of it. This is your acid trip? Yeah. How old were you? 19 or 20. Last week. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christian's like, well, stuff got weird last Thursday. Yeah. yeah. This was about a week ago. I vaguely remember you talking about that at one point because um, that was like the demons bringing you to hell and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the earlier when we were in the car listening to KNAC, Hardcore Rock. You're listening to KNAC, Hardcore Rock. Demons are currently taking Christian to hell. On his acid trip. Yeah, that sounds about right. Classic. You can feel that. Yeah. Well, um, You've experienced some things. Yes, I have. He really has. More than he leads on to be a skeptic. It's yeah. quite intriguing. It is. Like, let's let's take trolls out of that equation. Let's say it wasn't a bridge troll per se, even though it had all the sights and all like the, the familiar markings of a bridge troll, right? Under right. a bridge, it was ugly looking. What do you think that thing could have been? Do you think it was just like a human being, like with weird gangly hands? Or do you think it was like, maybe a Wendigo or? What if it was just a, a like a corpse underneath whatever this bridge was that was reaching to claim a body? because that's what this corp or monster did. I think of all the things that it could have been, that is probably not on the list. Why not? You're Corps, saying, corpses you're, need to eat too. You're saying a corpse was underneath the bridge. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah. So a corpse could conceivably be under the bridge you're on saying, Halloween. Okay, under the guise of what the night is, that perhaps a corpse was rising from the dead for just a moment to grasp onto this child's ankle yes okay uh that's an interesting take probably hot, not true hot take heather what about you you got any hot takes over there i'm gonna be a, the christian in this scenario and you were on acid oh wait this is your inspiration <laughs> you know these these been camp, a day this uh, kid from switzerland came over and had to hang out with americans who were and you did acid, acid with him at camp yeah yeah sounds american kind of when you say no. it like that um <laughs> no i don't know 
Sometimes I think you guys don't take this. Maybe those podcasts long, are seriously. Uh, yeah, says okay. the guy in bug eyes. Um, <laughs> Clip it. No. Anyway, um, I don't, maybe one of those crawlers. Ooh. You know. That would be interesting. Crawlers makes a lot of sense. That In does. the woods, the emaciated, yeah. long, bony. And this was like middle of the day, right? Hey. Yeah, it sounded like Yeah, that'd, yeah, be, cause, that'd be creepy. Because it was over yeah. by 3 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Crawlers like those the same, like I, I wish it had some noises if it was like, you know, making that clicking kind of predator predator noise. Uh, what? Um, that, that video I sent you for the crawlers, that wasn't taken in America. That was taken somewhere in that area, right? Because you said the story was Switzerland. Ash- oh, oh shoot! I keep blending stories. What's oh, this, this was in no, North that was Carolina. Nashville, North Carolina, and that one that you sent over was in Georgia, which is oh, far okay. from Asheville. Gotcha. You know what's near North Carolina? South Mothman. Carolina. Oh. Mm. So you think Mothman was underneath the bridge? If there could be a Mothman, there could be a crawler. Yeah, I mean, look, North Carolina has a lot of stuff popping up in it too. There's yeah. a lot of uh, pretty crazy stories from out in that, that, especially that entire region, really. Well, plus you got a lot of ancient Native American myths from that area. Yeah, yeah and just yeah. the war, the battlefields and mm-hmm. on the East Coast. There's a lot of, yeah, in the East Coast in that area. It would South. be a really interesting place to, you know, when, the, when this podcast gets popping off, we're going to be traveling around a bit. And I think we should make a list of places that we'd like to go to especially in the country that are relatively easy to get to. I'd love to go into. do like Salem, Oregon and well, Pacific Northwest period. Mm-hmm. Be fun. Mount Shasta. And mm-hmm. who, after reading into that, I kind of want to go visit Shasta. Yeah. Like I, and I asked China, I was like, Hey, would you want to go like visit Shasta? I think we could all, I think it'd be a relatively inexpensive trip for all of us to we could camp. Yeah. I keep looking at like, uh, RV deals like on airbnbs even people mm. rent out their rvs and i'm like that'd be a way to go travel and just rent an rv no, we gotta go camp with bigfoot no rvs and then the lemurians or lemurians in the woods oh. yes i think yeah, do you guys have any other halloween uh stuff to to mention right here or talk about any any plans for the upcoming spooky weekend i'll be at work but you oh yeah you will be at yeah work. sadly yes. christian's present will be missed i i do love the ancient roots that we spoke about last year on the podcast of halloween and and all the different connections Mm. to maybe the the dark world we don't quite understand or want to spend time in but it does exhilarate us on another level it does the truth is out there yes truth is out there what about you heather I think we're just gonna, you know, go trick or treating with the kids, have some pizza, and call it a night. Maybe watch some Ghostbusters. That's not even scary. I have young kids, so I yeah. try to get them to sleep because if they go to sleep, then I get to have a good night. <laughs> Heather should have to watch a a scary movie we suggest to her, so she can talk mm, about it later. Hard like The Conjuring. Pass. Yeah, watch The Con. No, let's do Insidious mm-hmm. or what is it? Sinister? Is Sinister? Have, did you see Sinister? Yeah, is that what it's called? They're they're both good movies, crazy movies. Sinister was about the author, right? That like moved into that house. I think so. Okay, that mm. one fucked my shit up for a while. No thanks. But if we're gonna do something on The Conjuring, I think The Conjuring is mm. great. You should, yeah. You it's should watch not all three over, of them. Oh. It is not overly scary. It is scary, but it's, it's not like demonic the, possession and stuff freaks me out. But it's not true. So just yeah, remember it's totally that. Fake. Oh yeah, it, it totally yeah. 
It definitely doesn't happen. Yeah. It definitely doesn't no. happen. No. Yeah, so. You've heard my story about the nun multiple we times have. that I know, like, no. I believe a tad bit on that. I don't want to mess around with that. Mm-mm. True. True that. Well, well uh, yeah, I guess that concludes, guys. I hope everyone has a happy Halloween. I hope you come back and your spooky spirits are filled with the imagination of, nah, who fucking knows? Let's get out of here. <laughs> no, what I would say. Have a happy haunting. Yes. Happy Do haunting. not, as a parent, check your children's candy so your kid doesn't bring home a dirty sheet telling you it's a child. Yeah, definitely there you do have that it. for that specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you're new to the podcast, please be sure to check out. And if you're new to the podcast, be sure to swing by the socials at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook. TFD Paranormal on TikTok. Send us your Halloween traditions. We want to hear all about them. We hope you guys have a fantastic Halloween. And we will see you next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. This is Halloween. Goodbye. Good work.
moved the United States? Yeah, I moved it. This powers. What a feat.